Thanks for listening to Embodied Astrology. My name is Renee. I'm an embodied intuitive and consulting astrologer. These free month-ahead horoscopes are intuitive channelings and explorations of overarching themes, opportunities, and challenges for your sun and rising signs in the season ahead. In this episode, you're tuning into the audio horoscopes for Virgo season, August 22nd through September 22nd, 2021. I always suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and rising signs. If you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. For those of you who prefer to read rather than listen, you can also now find written transcripts of these horoscopes on my website. Remember that astrology is a creative practice of interpretation and a symbolic language. Every astrologer has their own perspective on what the symbolism is saying. As you connect with the horoscopes I'm offering you, please listen through the lens of your own intuition. Make the meaning that is most meaningful for you, take what works, and leave the rest. These horoscopes and transcriptions are offered for free. Your donations and subscriptions support this work and sustain the people who make it happen. Check the links in the show notes to leave a tip or make a one-time donation. You can find more information about my extended content subscription in the show notes or on the website. Other ways to support this work include sharing it with your friends and networks and leaving affirmative reviews on your listening platforms. Thank you so much for your support. Happy Virgo season. Are you ready to take your interest in astrology to the next level? Are you interested in exploring astrology experientially and cultivating your embodied intuition? You can now pre-order my new online embodied astrology workshop series, Your Chart is a Body, an introduction to embodied chart reading where you'll learn to identify, interpret, and synthesize the three main components of an astrology chart signs, planets, and houses, all through an embodied somatic lens. This workshop is specifically designed for body workers and healers, therapists, physical performers, dancers, actors, and others who are interested in the intersections of astrology and somatics. Intermediate and advanced astrologers will gain somatic techniques and perspectives that will help deepen and integrate their practices, while beginning astrologers will appreciate an approach to the symbolic language that leaves a majority of the math and complicated delineation rules behind and gives access to astrology through the immediate wisdom of the sensing body. The recorded class will be released in early October. Pre-order now and receive a $75 discount through the end of August. Check the show notes or embodiedastrology.com for more information. Hello, Leo. Welcome to your month ahead audio horoscope for Virgo season. August 22nd through September 22nd, 2021. This is a horoscope for Leo Sun and Leo Rising. And as we move into Virgo season, we are leaving Leo season. Um, And Leo season brought a lot. Leo season was a lot of energy. I don't know how you all felt. As a Leo representative myself, I felt um, quite uh, impressed by the magnitude of what was coming through. Um, impressed being a word that definitely doesn't connote preference because a lot of it felt like more on top of more and very challenging in many ways. Um, and like there's a lot of growth that's happening. And Leo has been going through a, a lot since this year began, really since the end of uh, last year. There's just been a lot of uh, demand upon Leo's energy and the way that Leo is feeling itself and uh, putting itself out into the world. And as I talked about uh, quite a lot last month, so much of Leo's learning right now is in the relational sphere. 
and in the ways that uh, you orient to the space between self and other and what happens in that exchange. So if, if you did listen to that horoscope last month, you might remember me talking about two full moons in Leo season, one at the very beginning and one right at the end. And we're moving into Virgo season with this final full moon of Leo season, which occurs just a couple of hours before the sun ingresses Virgo. And this final full moon feels like uh, a little bit of a, both kind of an extra exclamation point at the end of Leo season and a little bit of a wrapping up. And so there's some kind of threshold or portal feeling. Um, it feels like over the weeks, the 30 days of Leo season, there was a, a lot of energy that Leo was walking through. And then as we get into Virgo season, that energy becomes uh, in some ways less intense, less uh self-focused, right? Because we're getting out of Leo season, the personal planets have moved out of Leo. And so there's more ability to, to step outside of some situations that may have been feeling intensely personal. And if you've been feeling very caught up in the middle of your life or in the middle of a bunch of experiences that might just be bringing a ton of energy and that energy could feel uh, good, bad. I mean, it's not necessarily a preference thing that I'm picking up on. It's just a lot. It's more on top of more. And as we move into Virgo season, there is a need to take all of that energy and figure out what to do with it. And there's a desire to uh, quote unquote, do something. Um, and <laughs> the doing might also be being, you know, I'm not speaking um, specifically to like actions you have to take, but there is a need to integrate all of that energy that has come through and to make it useful, to, to make it effective somehow, or to find uh, pieces of healing or pieces of growth in it. Because I'm fairly certain that a lot of what has come into your field uh, feels overwhelming and it might feel really confusing. And for some people, it might feel really hard, like there have been a lot of challenges recently. And Virgo season is asking you to discern and parse out what actually matters and how it matters and what you want to do with it and to get um, clarity for yourself. And Virgo comes after your sign for a really good reason. Uh, Leo has an abundant, prolific kind of creativity uh, suggested in its energy as a sign that is ruled by the sun, as the only sign in the zodiac that is ruled by the actual center, you know, of our solar system. Um, Leo can be very dramatic, uh, flamboyant. Leo as an energy, as an archetype is associated uh, to royalty or to a kind of royal energy. And all of that, you know, prolific creativity and performativity and, and royalty or, you know, that energy can get very big and it can get um, quite self-focused and it can also just be a lot. And so Virgo then comes in and goes, okay, clean this part up and you don't need that part. And could you uh, take it down a notch over here? And where's the humility? Um, and it's necessary for Leo as an energy to be working really closely with Virgo because Virgo helps refine that abundant creative uh, grandeur and also put it to use. 
And everybody has all 12 signs in their chart. And in the Leo solar chart, Virgo takes a very important space in the chart. And this space has to do with value systems. And that includes what you value, what you think is important, how you value yourself and how you feel yourself of value in the world. Um, And then how you leverage uh, both what your values are and what you have to give that you think or feel or are told is valuable in the world in order to receive value into your life on a uh, material sustenance level. Um, So before capitalism, people still had jobs, right? Like there were still specific places for individuals within communities that would, um, you know, help people, uh, help everybody else, right? So people have functions within communities and people have different functions. And sometimes the jobs you end up with have to do with what your family does or where you happen to live, uh, what you have access to. And a, a lot of us, you know, living in modernity, like our jobs might have a lot to do with what we're interested in or what we want to fill our time uh, with. And so how do you use your energy effectively? How do you orient yourself to what is your value and you have inherent value as a human being? That's not the question. But also, there are specific traits and skills and perspectives that you have and there are talents that you have and there are ways that you have worked to learn and refine your energy that have some use in the world that go beyond your inherent value. They are something uh, more material, more tangible. What is it that you are working to refine in yourself? What is it that you are working to bring into service? Um, What is it that you know you have, right, that is in your immediate possession that is valuable for others and that holds value for yourself? And this is the place to focus on over the course of the next 30 days is where are your values and what do you think is important and how do you really cultivate your life around these values and separate or let go of what actually isn't important to you. As we move into the season, uh, I think these questions are high up on the list. What is important to you? What is actually worth your time, attention, and energy? And when it comes to this question, I want to say that one thing that is not important, or, or <laughs> it might feel important sometimes, but I think it's a good point of clarification and discernment, uh, what, one thing that you don't need to give a lot of importance to is the hypothetical question of what do other people think about you? What are their opinions? Um, the kind of idea that you could give less fucks, I think is applicable and relevant now because there's tons of people out there and tons of people will not like you or they'll whatever, you know, they'll have whatever their opinions are. They won't even see you. They got their own thing going on. There are so many people out there. You don't probably like a lot of people out there. You don't need to win anybody's validation. You're not here to prove yourself, you know, to the, um, collection of characters out there that are in your mind. There are 
definitely spaces in relationship that are worth taking care of. And there are values that you have about relationships that are important to attend to and cultivate. And it feels like as you move into this uh, Virgo season, something is stabilizing in your psyche that is helping you understand what is worth it and what is not, especially when it comes to relationships. And I mean relationships on all levels. And so I want to say that on all levels, whether it's your lifetime partner or your family or uh, your friends or a social group or clique that you want to somehow be accepted by or like strangers, on all of those levels of relationship, you didn't come here to prove yourself. Let that settle for a second, like on every single level of relationship, no matter how intimate and close and important it is to you, you didn't come here to prove yourself to that person or to those people. That is not your purpose in this world. Your purpose has to do with you. Your purpose has to do with what you are here to craft and to cultivate and to make out of yourself and your life. And this is the the energy that I feel very strongly for you in this first week of Virgo season is this clarification. There's plenty that is really worth your time and energy, and there is a whole lot that is not. On August 29th, Mercury moves into Libra, and Mercury will be transiting Libra for a long time until November 6th. This is much longer than its usual transit through a sign because it's going to retrograde September 26th through October 18th. Um, and if you happen to have planets or points between 10 and 25 degrees of Libra or the other cardinal signs, you might want to take note, especially uh, of those planets, points, meaning as you consider the retrograde. Um, every retrograde has what's called the retro shade or the retrograde shadow. And this is the period of time when the planet is moving direct uh, at the beginning and at the end um, over the same area of sky that it retrogrades on. So Mercury's retrograde shadow begins on September 7th. And from August 29th until the 7th, there are a couple days where Mercury isn't really in its retrograde vibes. But let's just include that week because why not? Uh, retrogrades offer a great opportunity to reflect and to remain. Um, and right now I'm thinking about something that I've heard uh, recently from several teachers and um, who I'm thinking of right now is a scholar and author and uh, speaker named Bayo Akamalafe who was inviting, um, in a podcast I, I heard him on, was inviting people to stay with the trouble. And, and the trouble has to do with the discomfort of navigating evolution and especially navigating healing within the human context, uh, healing uh, across differences, healing for you know all of us in um, a world that has been so profoundly uh shaped and damaged by colonialism, um, by the, by, you know, the, all the supremacies, male, white, religious, etc., um, the isms. And these wounds are so deep, right? Like they're <laughs> centuries, they're millennia. Um, they're bigger than any of us individually. They're none of our faults. And 
they're fully each of our responsibility, right, to attend to, because if we don't attend to them, they're going to get worse. And we can't, we can't turn towards them thinking that we have an answer, right? We have to actually allow ourselves to feel how fucked up these contexts are, you know, like how, how destructive they are uh, and, and give the time and the attention to be with the trouble before we go off looking for an answer. And so there's something that's kind of coming up for me as I'm considering Mercury's transit through Libra in your chart. Um, because when Mercury moves into Libra in general, especially for Leo, there's quite a lot of emphasis on communication. And you might even feel that your communications are getting busier and more active around this time. And it's definitely suggested as you move into a Mercury retrograde to slow down and to be really thoughtful. Um, and especially for you, Leo, since this retrograde is, is taking place in the part of your chart that speaks directly to communications, that includes uh, written and spoken and gestured and also energetic. Um, it also includes how you're thinking and how you're communicating internally because the way that you use language has a lot to do with your perception. The, the stories that you tell have a lot to do with how you're going to interpret and translate what other people are giving you in terms of their energy or their communications. And this is really a time for you to slow down and to notice what kind of assumptions you're making, because you are making them, you're making them automatically, you're making them rapidly. Um, notice what gets stirred up for you when it comes to relationship, interaction, communication, and really, really, really bring attention to your impulsiveness and, and any kind of reactivity. And if you notice that you are feeling impulsive uh, or feeling reactive, and even if your impulsivity or reactivity feels fun and it's like, oh my God, I'm so excited. Yes. Right. Like even that kind of feeling deserves at least a couple of hours, if not a full day or a week uh, to just, just sit with the energy. Is this um, a temporary fleeting sensation. Do you want to act on it right now? You know, if you do, if you, if you feel really compelled to act right now, like, do you need to act right now? Is it actually essential or could you give it a minute? And if you can give it a minute, then be with the feeling, right? Like be with the impulse to reach out, be with the reaction to what somebody said, you know, be with your, um, you know, conviction that you need to communicate X, Y, or Z to so-and-so and just be with it. And if conflicts are present or if there's misunderstanding, um, and then especially, this is especially true as we move into the shadow period um, and then into the retrograde, which I'll talk more about next month. But if there is conflict or misunderstanding that is present, this is an invitation to be with the trouble and to, to let it not be a point of like myopic neurotic focus where you're like, oh my God, there's trouble, problem, 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 but more to be with it as an invitation to really notice what the feeling is and how that feeling spreads, you know, and, and what it's doing. And if you can give it time and breathe into it and acknowledge the feelings that are there and then do that a couple more times. It's like things will dissipate. Things will lose their charge. 
And you can have space to step outside of a situation and look at it and bring objectivity to it. And this is really important for you right now. It's very important that you are taking the time to assess your relationship situations as clearly as possible. And any distance that you can facilitate for yourself that isn't a shutting down or walling off or like I'm going away now, but it's like, it's, it's like mental emotional distance. It's detachment, any detachment <laughs> that you can facilitate your, for yourself that allows you to, um, get a sense of broader perspective, I think is really helpful right now. It's super helpful throughout this entire season. As we move into September, into the first week of September, um, the point of focus uh, moves very much to what is useful and what is not useful. And when it comes to how you're using your time and your energy and how you're oriented on what is important for you, what your priorities are, and what you are, who you know, yeah, what you are <laughs> in terms of the being that you are, and, and how what you are becomes an offering in the world. Where do you want to invest? Now, you are a lot of things. What parts of you do you want to invest in? You don't need to only invest in your strengths. You can invest in the parts of you that need work especially if you feel that cultivating these parts will help support your strengths. It's a great idea. You do not need to invest in activities or ways of being or narratives that have you cutting yourself down, that have you criticizing yourself um, all over the place. Uh, you do not need to invest in other people's stories about why you are not or even why you are enough. Now is a time for you to really invest in um, your guidance for yourself, your internal map, your trajectory. You know better than anybody else on this planet what you need to work on and what you don't. And there are plenty of places where you're putting energy into things that you don't need to be working on, you know, maybe like beating yourself up. And there are plenty of places where you could put energy into working on yourself, right? Or, or working on things. And there might be like a slight shift, right? So if you're experiencing the need to change or refine something about yourself, uh, maybe you need to invest in a practice of self-love that allows you to work with the trouble, right? If there, if there are parts of you that you're like, that doesn't work, or I did that thing and it wasn't successful, or I want to do this thing, but I keep feeling like I can't, there's a block, you know, where you might go and beat your beat on yourself and tell yourself that you're not worth it and whatever. That's where you want to meet yourself with love. You want to see yourself as a human being who is imperfect. You want to remember that perfection um, is unattainable. Not only is it unattainable, but it's untouchable. And anybody that, you know, exudes an air of perfection is untouchable. They're like not human, you know, so there's not going to be 
intimacy there, right? We connect with each other around the imperfections. That is where trust, vulnerability, and care are so profound, right? It's like we can't be everything for ourselves. We can't be everything for everybody else. Where we're not is where other people can be. And so as you move through this first week of Virgo season, um, practice tuning in with higher consciousness, with your higher self. Um, Practice meditating on the ultimate truth, which is that you will die, right? And the ultimate truth, which is that everything changes and nothing is permanent and you don't have any idea what any of it is for. All of us human beings running around thinking that we know what's going on. And meanwhile, we have no clue, right? Our species has been on this planet for a very small amount of time that the planet has been in existence. The planet will go on far longer than human beings will. And any of our lives is so tiny in comparison to everything that is. What is the point here? You know, it's worth meditating on what is the point? And what are you making the point to be? Because ultimately, you're the one that gets to decide for yourself what the point is. That doesn't mean you get to control all of the conditions and the experiences that you'll have. Absolutely not. But you get to decide what meaning you're going to make out of them. This week brings you to a new moon. The new moon is in Virgo on September 6th. This is a very powerful new moon. Uh, For you, this new moon is here to really support you to manifest what you want to manifest in your life. And in order to manifest what you want to manifest, in order to build the life that you want to build, um, you have to believe in yourself. You have to believe that you are worth it, quote unquote it, whatever it is. You have to believe that you are worth taking up space, that you are worth using your voice. You have to believe that you have inherent worth and you have to believe in the value of whatever it is that you love and that you put your time and attention into. And so this is a new moon to give some space and time um, to really honor what is valuable to you. And I want to suggest that any value in our human lives um, at its root comes from the earth. Whether we are valuing relationships, right? Our bodies come from the earth. Whether we value possessions or wealth, all wealth, comes from the earth. All wealth comes from bodies and labor comes from the earth. Um, Anything that you can conceive of is a conception of manifestation and manifestation is what happens on earth. So on this new moon, give some gratitude to this incredible body that has produced you and that has produced all the context of your life And see if you can align yourself with the magnitude of earth energy that is available here in this realm uh, and can be transmitted through each of us. And so each of us in our earthly bodies has the potential to manifest. And we manifest all of the time. We manifest in our attention. We manifest when we give voice to something. We manifest, of course, with our actions. And we manifest with what we invest in. And I mean that on all levels. Time, money, attention, conversation. Where are we putting our resources? 
This is a huge question for humanity in general, and it's definitely a question for you right now. So let that new moon be a meditation and a healing practice as you tune in with uh, what you want to be investing in and what you are giving gratitude for, for you know, any, any possibility um, that you have to manifest. And then as we move on from there, we're entering the Mercury retrograde shadow, right? The shadow starts the next day. Um, so let the new moon also be a reminder to move really slow. And as you clarify what is important for you and what is valuable, uh, keep asking yourself this question when it comes to conversations that you're having and interactions that you're having and ways that you are relating, because there's plenty that is not valuable. Points of focus, conversations, arguments, uh, worries, desires, hopes, you know, like there's plenty in there that is probably swirling around your ego and you don't need it. You don't need to have that conversation. You don't need to focus on that thing with that person. You don't need to worry about what they think. You don't need to try and impress. Exhale it out and then move slowly right? And be really deliberate and thoughtful about how you're using your energy as you go into the next several weeks. On September 10th, Venus moves into Scorpio. Um, This is a good opportunity for you to focus on some healing and to give yourself what you need, um, especially this year. Again, there's been so much intensity for the fixed signs and for Leo. And I think that um, there's quite a lot of of destabilization that has been happening for everybody, of course, for some people way more than others. And for Leo, it feels like it is really a good time for you to focus on what can help you get grounded and stable and feel anchored. And so again, you might bring your attention and your love to the earth, to the actual earth, to the land that you are on. You might consider how you can be in service to this place, to the earth itself, to the land, to the histories of land, to uh, the, the people who care for the land that you are on, um, etc. Et Uh, As you move uh, further into the month on the 14th, Mars moves into Libra. So Mars will be in Libra and Venus will be in Scorpio. Mars and Venus are in each other's signs. This is a really powerful message for you, again, to be very caring about how you are engaging with relationship um, and to really think about the potential for relationship to... Uh, be built on foundations of transparency and trust, and also to think about where you can engage with clarification and healing in relationships um, on all levels. And so this includes relationships that are far beyond you. And just to kind of come back to this previous theme of, you know, the land and where you are, we're all, you know, we're all alive on earth and human beings have done some damage to earth. And a lot of that damage has happened through uh, like settler colonization, right? And so this could be a really powerful time for you to kind of orient uh, in in your position, in your location, and really think about how can you come into relationship with this place and this land that could produce healing that could be healing for you to feel like there's a connection, right? That you can anchor into and that can be an offering of healing to the land and to the uh, 
histories uh, that, that the land holds. The 14th, 15th, and 16th of September are uh, a high charge of atmospheric energy. Um, these couple of days, and then as we move towards the full moon on the 20th of September, uh, could be bringing like a lot of moods. And so <laughs> there's like moods that you might be feeling, moods that other people are for sure going to be feeling. Some of us are going to feel like very inspired and connected during this time, and it could feel really deep. Uh, plenty of people will feel really intense. However it is that you are feeling, I want to say that these couple of days, again, leading to a full moon, also have a kind of portal or threshold-like feeling in your chart. And uh, especially on these days, it, it is a great time for you to be letting go of what doesn't serve you, especially when it comes to emotional cording that you're holding on to or other people's baggage, fears, insecurities, stuff like that, letting go of what doesn't serve you and really trying to meditate on what you want to cultivate, to bring in, uh, to strengthen in yourself and to serve with in this life and in this world. Leo, I'm going to leave it there for now. I hope any or all of that is helpful and interesting for you. If you want more astrology from me, check out your year ahead report. That's an hour and a half long reading special for your sign where I go over the major opportunities and themes of 2021 and give suggestions for working with them. If you want to learn astrology with me, you can also sign up for my extended content subscription where you'll get access to my month ahead calendars, to worksheets and tools for learning astrology, and my twice a month Zoom meetups where I offer workshops and somatic practices, creative practices uh, for working with astrology in your own chart. And there's also a conversation and community space where we all can work together with the current season astrology. You can find more information on all of my offerings at embodiedastrology.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at Embodied Astrology, where I post regular astro updates for the shorter transits. And if you appreciate this work, please share it with your friends and networks, subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite listening platforms. And of course, your financial donations are always super appreciated. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now.